On this episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I was able to talk with John Roman from Battlebox, amongst other brands. What an incredible conversation. These guys just released a new Netflix show uh, showing all of their survival gear. Uh, and this guy is just a whiz when it comes to marketing. I think that they have about five subscription boxes uh, under their belt uh, within their brands. Um, just an absolute wealth of knowledge when it comes to subscription uh, services. So if you're thinking about uh, having a subscription service or how you can fit a subscription service into your product offering, have a listen to this episode. I ask them some really difficult questions when it comes to subscription services um, and how people can make it work for their brand. Um, So I think you guys are going to get a ton out of this one. I know I did. Before we begin, we wanted to let you know some really exciting news and something that we've never talked about before on the podcast. Our team at Mindful Marketing is growing, and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we are looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. Now, on to today's episode. Hey, we are live. Not actually live, but I'm here with John Roman from Battlebox. Welcome to Secrets of Scaling, your e-commerce brand. Thanks for having me, Jordan. Um, I've said this multiple times lately, but I just feel like I'm getting such good guests on where we just talk and talk and talk. And I'm like, ah, we're already 15 minutes into our our 45 minute slot here. (laughs) Let's get started. (laughs) Um, John, tell, uh, tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and what you do. Sure. Um, so John Roman, uh, serve as chief marketing officer at Battlebox, um, and managing partner at Carnivore Club. And we have a few other brands. Um, cool, cool. Well. It's really a, a portfolio of uh, e-commerce brands, uh, subscription-centric. Cool, that's awesome. Hey, subscriptions. I it's I'm, I feel like I've got I've got a light bulb right now. Um, how did you guys get into subscriptions? Like, how, how long have you been with with the company for? So, so I've been um, with the company in a, a full time since 2016 in April. Oh, cool. Um, okay. So, so I, quite a while. And yeah. Yeah. So I, I was always a part of the company. So we launched in February, 2015. Um, but it was just a side hustle for me at the time. Okay. I still had a, a full-time nine to five. It wasn't until April of the following year that I jumped in full-time. Um, how we, how we got into it was um, pure ha- ha- happenstance. Like it it's crazy. Um, so my business partner, Daniel, he had um his his wife was getting a birch box every okay. yeah, yeah, month yeah. in the mail. He'd watch her open it and you and see that excitement level and the experience. Oh yeah. And yeah, and it's great. And and watching someone go through that is like it's a cool feeling. And he was like, Oh well, I want a box for myself. Yeah. So he's he's an outdoorsman, um, you know, loves the outdoors and he's like, Okay, well there's gotta be like a outdoor gear, um, monthly subscription. So he went searching for one to, to sign up and there wasn't one. Um, and then shortly after that, he came up with the name, the battle box. And, uh, uh, we were on crate joy at the time, which makes it like super easy just to like spin up a, a site and kind of like go live. 
Cool. So I think from like idea um, and basic concept to like launching a website was two weeks, two and a half weeks. Oh my gosh. Where did the inventory come from? Well, the, the great thing about starting a subscription box is we don't necessarily have to figure that piece out yet. Right. Like, you're getting, you're getting, so uh, true. you get people to subscribe and yeah. then you figure it out. Right. You're getting their money and you're using their money technically. Now, obviously when you scale, like you're having to put purchase orders in, you know, five months out. Sometime. Oh, totally. So totally. That yeah. all changes. But initially when you have like a and up, yeah, you can call some, some vendors and, and, and use their money to source the product. Um, it's really interesting. Wow, that's that's crazy. So where did these other brands come from? Were these through acquisitions or was this just like, oh, hey, there's another need in the marketplace. Let's try this one. So uh, we've, we've, we've done both. We've we've launched um, additional brands ourselves. Okay. Um, like one of the ones that's still in our portfolio, it's called Grenade Soap. So it's okay. literally tactical toiletries, uh, bars of soap that looks like look like grenades and stuff like that. Okay, nice. Uh, Does that sell well? It does. It's, uh, you know, it's semi-novelty, semi, yeah. you know, very gift heavy, but, um, you know, it's actually quality soap and smells really good too. So, and is that on the, subs like on a subscription model as well? So we offer, we offer it in a subscription and save model, um, instead gotcha. of like a traditional box. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. So yeah, we've had a couple brands. So we had one called barbecue box and then we had one called Spartan Carton. And the first one was uh, barbecue growing centric. So meats, uh, so not the meat, but like sauces, rubs, seasonings. Yeah. And um, Spartan Carton was fitness gear, supplements. So we threw those to the, the point we wanted where it was a good use of our time. So we actually exited both of those and sold them both oh, to nice. a larger uh, conglomerate. Um, but then the, the rest have all been acquisitions. So Carnivore Club, we purchased in July of last year. Okay. Um, Carnivore Club had been around longer than us. Um, Toronto-based. They had been on Dragon's Den, gotten a deal. Oh, cool. Uh, it was a pretty, pretty cool brand. And that's why we have the Toronto office now. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, gotcha. And then... It's like you're a Canadian, John. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm, I'm, tr I'm trying. I, You're trying to try to emigrate. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so yeah, we've had a couple other acquisitions. Um, can we can we just uh, just hold on there for a sec on the on the acquisition side because I've got two things that I really would love to touch on um, as we started talking. Like I think that there's some super valuable stuff in here for people. So. Uh, Right after this, I want to talk subscription boxes. I want to talk everything subscription boxes. Right now, I want to talk acquisitions. What are you guys looking for? Like, what, so, sorry, what were you looking for in these acquisitions? Because I, I think that um, people may not realize, like, acquisitions is the easiest possible way to grow, right? No, I'm doing it. And then use your systems and grow them. Right. So, so we saw um, just going on, like, economies of scale, you know, fundamentals. Yeah. There, there's a, a lot of room there where um, I'll, I'll, I'll jump ahead and I'll come back. So sure, sure. the crazy things like with Carnivore Club, for example, we're able to kind of um, nerd out on their their balance sheet, their their profit and loss statement yeah. and just traditional bookkeeping stuff. And, you know, we see what this EBITDA is 
but we know that just plugging it into our current ecosystem, we can change it significantly like day one. Totally. And, then, and that's because of economies of scale. hundred so, percent. So just, just for, for our listeners out there who, who might not be in this mindset or might not have like the business sort of background, think about all of the things with economies of scale that they already have set up with their other businesses that then the business that gets plugged into it doesn't have to pay for right there. On hundred percent. Like and a CMO. So, uh, yeah. So like the, some of the, yeah, that so much of, so there's the, the obvious things from like our negotiated shipping rates with carriers. Yeah. Um, but then there's things like the actual um, talent on our side, right? Like we have, um, uh, you know, a gentleman named uh, Walter, he's our marketing coordinator. He coordinates all campaigns, but he does it across all brands. So the crazy thing is bringing in another brand. It, he's already in the, in the mind, in the, in the, the flow of setting up campaigns, doing it for another brand is in this huge additional time. time yeah, and, and you're not creating like brand new systems just out of nowhere. Like, Oh man, how do we sell subscription boxes? Right. Like exactly. that was, that was, brand one where you're like creating all these systems and then right. you get systems. I'm assuming when you acquire people too, right? A hundred percent. So, so yeah, so the systems and that's why like our tech stack is identical across all brands. It has to be because otherwise if, if I'm trying to learn Shopify plus and Magento, like it's, Oh man, you Different can't worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so same tech stack, but yeah. So, so carnivore club is another great example where, um, so one of the guys up there in our Toronto office, Curtis, Curtis was, um, running Amazon for the brand. Oh, okay. Um, they, they had some smaller brands that we didn't get in the acquisition, but he was, he was running Amazon for all brands while Battlebox and all the brands we had on our side, we were going to an agency. We were paying them a percentage of revenue. Uh, it was expensive, but yeah. we didn't have the skill set or talent. Um, and it's, it's, you know, it's like not always easy to find that person. And, uh, so with Curtis, for example, he came in, we, we let the agency go. Curtis took over Amazon for all brands and we saw an instant savings Yeah, uh, and continued like yeah. just, it saved everybody money. So you didn't, uh, it felt like you just saw the economy of scale on the new brand you acquired. You saw it on the brands that you already had. Cause you're like, oh man, that, that Amazon guy there, that's going to save yeah. us. 50 grand a year. Right. Um, so yeah. it's, it's, it's a talent thing too. And um, yeah, so when we're, when we're looking at, at, you know, potential acquisitions, that's a big part of it. It's like, let's look at their current talent, right? There's right. The, the last acquisition we made. Um, no one stayed on board. We literally oh, just really? took the brand. Um, and was that pre-negotiated before? Like, Hey, just so you know, we're not taking anyone with us. We're do we just want the brand. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the conversations to have. Um, there were there was just literally no everybody everything that was being done. We had team members that did. Mm. Uh, so, um, going back to the beginning of your question, um, we kind of just it, it was we noticed that all of these brands that we have, whether it's you know, carnivore clothes probably not as much, but um, battle box and grenade soap and going gear. It's yeah. all very male centric brands. Totally. Um, yeah. And we have all this data on on males, and 
you know, we're cookie here, pixel there. Um, we're, we have all this information in our internal database of all these users is, is getting bigger and bigger. And it, it came to the point of, okay, well, let's focus. Let's find other male-centric brands that we can get excited and passionate about. Totally. Um, yeah. Where Because yeah. money, money is, is, is like, once, when you're doing all these acquisitions and you, you got cash rolling, you really got to be excited about the brands, right? Oh, you have to. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just like, okay, another zero or whatever. Yeah. No, you, if, you don't, if, you, if you're not getting excited, if you don't have passion about the brand, and everybody has to have it. Like, yeah. if someone's yeah. not bull about it, like, we need to probably step back and, like, reevaluate. Um, so, so it just, it all flows together. So we have, you know, one brand, Battlebox, for example, they come into our ecosystem via just a website visit or they opt to into, into our, um, our newsletter list. There is a flow where eventually our automation decides they're not, they're not going to buy Battlebox, right? They're, okay. Maybe okay. they were interested because of our Netflix show, maybe whatever, right? And at that point, they're, they're not a warm lead anymore to, to convert. So then we start showcasing them other products. Now, is this within the, like within, in uh, like an email ecosystem or is this like Facebook ads? Like what are, what are we talking so about? We, so, so both. Okay. So both. And where do you like, can, can you kind of let me in? Like, where do you house all of this data? Is this all, so, is this like a, like a CRM that's behind? No, this? no. So it, it would be, it would be Clavio if we use them. I have a, a, a love hate relationship with them. I didn't <laughs> use them. I used them. We had a really bad blowout fight. Um, and we actually moved back to MailChimp. No which, way. Which people, yo, that's that's the response. The response is your like, your size of businesses, and you're on MailChimp. <laughs> so so think think MailChimp, but it's been working out. It's probably been taking some performance uh, enhancing drugs. We've fully fully customized it. Yeah. Um, we have we have integrations with Recharge that we've built. Oh, um, okay, okay. Just so through, uh, through the APIs. Yeah. So yeah, using leveraging everyone else's APIs, the columns we have in the segmenting, like nobody yep. else has that in Mailchimp. You have to go to a, a Clavio or or um, enterprise uh, options to really yeah. get that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That, the first first reaction is exactly like. Oh, I love it! Like, I love it! It's people it's, are like Mailchimp. Yeah. Yeah. Mailchimp. It's <laughs> it's just priced so well and. Like we did cost analysis on, you know, the other ones. And after a, a year of all the dev work we did, it's, it, it, it saves us money. Yeah. And it's just a tool. Right? Yeah. Just, just a tool that you're making do something else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, great. I feel like that was like super valuable that, that whole thought on acquisitions there. Um, let's touch on, uh, uh, let's touch on a subscription box. Like where the heck do you start with a subscription box? Like if people have like a couple products and they're like, ah, what do I do? Like, like where did you guys start when it came to, to battle box being the first? So well, what do we start on just how did we come up with it or? Yeah. Yeah. And like, like what, like, what do you do for this? Like, are these, these are quarterly subscriptions. Is that right? So battle box is a monthly. Oh, battle box is monthly. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, so like how does a brand transition or add a subscription service like where where would you start sure so so i think 
So for brands that don't already have one, um, looking at your uh, current inventory, current SKUs, like, um, and I, I think you have the opportunity. There are so many brands, it's easy. Like you look at a, um, a Manscaped, for example, where yep. it's super easy for them because these are, these are stuff you're going to run out of, right? These totally. are consumables. Um, and, you know, taking that Amazon subscribe and save model that they made famous and, yeah. and applying that to your business. On the, the subscription box side, I mean, I think a, a part of it is the, the curation and the procurement. I think you have to, you have, to have a certain type of audience that's, that's actually going to appreciate like curation. Totally, totally. Um, because it, it's so much more than just the products in the box. It's an experience. Totally. So let's, let, let's do a little example here. So we, we didn't actually talk about this before. So my wife and I own a kind of mid seven figures clothing, baby clothing brand, um, kids clothing brand. Um, we're, we're actually looking at, we, we've been looking at a subscription box sort of model for a while. I think that our audience, perfect, perfect people that would enjoy a subscription box. Where would you start? So it's, it's, it's baby, it's, it's baby clothes. Yeah, so we go baby all the way through through women's. We have the entire the entire lineup, but our, yeah, so, our main category would be baby through about five years old. Yeah, so I mean, if 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 I'm without digging in and and you know shooting from the hip here, right? Yeah, yeah. But if I you know if I'm buying um, a certain type of garment for for my three year old boy, you know, it'd be pretty cool if if I can sign up for a monthly and you're just gonna send me send me a, a new a new shirt or a, a new whatever that garment is. Yeah, like a new outfit, like based on preferences or, or something. Yeah, like, like you could have a cool questionnaire and kind of uh, would be manual at first, kind of like with the fulfillment piece. Yeah. But you could build automations. But yeah, like I think I think that would be perfect. Because yeah, just, it, just starting with the products that we already have, that we already make in-house, not needing yeah. to add. Yeah, like I mean, I, I would, if, if I have a three-year-old kid and – you know, I'm going outfits. If if I identify and really enjoy your brand, yeah, I'd sign up and just monthly send it to me. Yeah. Um, and send me the outfit, and that's ideal. Yeah, yeah. So just like an outfit of the month. I think a lot of people that listen to this are also in that sort of fashion world. So I think this could be yeah. uh, could maybe start the wheels turning for for some people out there. Yeah. No, I think that's. I mean, that in our quick two minute conversation about it. But like that just seems like so so logical. You already have the inventory. Yeah. Um, you didn't just try it out. Maybe people. The the cool thing is it's pretty expensive and not a lot of uh, even time really to just make it a, a subscription offering. Just in yeah. in the mix. Yeah. It's just adding the subscription option to that. And, right. And with a with with something like Shopify. I think that there's some of those subscription apps will actually just make that purchase live. Is that right? And just, just yeah. right into your regular purchases. Yeah. So, so we use recharge for all of our subscription billing. Cool. We'll and add that to the uh, show notes. Yeah, it's as simple as um, like you pick, you open up recharge, you pick the product, you yeah. click like what the uh, frequency is billing frequency. Yeah. And then when you save it and sync it, you then see the product and there's a subscribe and save option. Um, or if you don't want to go that way, you make it a subscription only, um, okay. which like what we do for BattleBots. Like yeah. there's not a one-time option. 
Yeah, you have and, to subscribe. Yeah, it's like it's super straightforward and easy. Cool, and it's cool. you can test it, right? Like if you get if you get lots of momentum, you found a hit, and if not, then you know you can keep going with it. Yeah. Um or tweak it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's it's uh it's pretty easy to test test and spin it up, especially if you you already have an e-commerce store now. It just seems nice to add some sort of consistency on the expected billing. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully uh, people out there who are listening to this right now are, are, are getting some good ideas um, for what you can potentially um, accomplish. Hey guys, just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we are only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply to start the process today. Now, back to today's episode. Using the subscription model. I love having recurring revenue. I mean, I also own an agency and we're, we're all about recurring revenue, right? Right. Like, we'd be dead without recurring revenue. How could you have employees? <laughs> yeah. No, 100%. Yeah. Um, John, let's talk marketing. You're the CMO. What, what the heck is working right now? Um, so right now we're, MailChimp. we're... <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> oh, the, um, it's like, I'm going to tell everyone, like, you guys know that this company uses MailChimp. <laughs> it's, it's your reaction is the reaction I get every time. I, I'm almost like, 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 in, use Mailchimp. Um, yeah, yeah. It's um. So, what's working? Um, right now we're seeing, um, a lot of success on some. So, Snap. I'll use Snapchat as an example. Sure, sure. So, Snapchat typically is not the right um, age demographic just slightly younger. Um, we're actually for the first time in three years, we're, as I, as I say this, we're actually having for the first time some success on the prospecting side. Uh, on snap. On snap. Uh, oh, wow. we have a, we have a new lady that is, um, uh, as she refers to herself as, and, and she's trying some different approaches that we just hadn't thought of. So yeah. we are seeing some success, but, um, for the longest time, and uh, we were doing this on some other channels too, is just because we're not having success with prospecting, we're using them, we're having the pixel on our site, and we're using them as a reprospecting middle of the funnel. Tool yeah, beautiful. To people I love that. Conversion. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just because it originates off Google ads or Facebook, which are you know typically the, the, the biggest pawns, just because of the capabilities of the two platforms. Um, really just massaging the mid funnel and the additional touches uh, pre-purchase just with other platforms that, you know, at a quick look, you're like, oh, I can't get Snapchat to work and find me new customers. Okay, well, you can pretty um, inexpensively and efficiently just use it as mid funnel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah. 
right? You're, you're there. That's great. That's, that's awesome. Awesome advice. Are you guys getting into TikTok at all? Um, I want to. I so uh, do I. I <sighs> it's so it's, it's, I'd say out of all the social media platforms, and I'm in, I, I shouldn't be admitting this because of my age, but I think TikTok is, is, is the potential to be the best one. It's, it's, it has so much engagement. Um, it, it takes a lot of great things from a lot of platforms and um, the, the age dem is the only problem. Like we just don't have, and there's older people on there, but it's, I don't know. We, we had to, we have to figure it out. Like, I feel like, I feel like we're like our parents talking about Facebook, you know, 10 years ago or before they got on themselves. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like, Oh man, Oh, you're on the Facebook. Hey, and now, and cause it's similar. I, I've tried. I've tried just for fun, like with a personal account and I'm like, I'm getting too old for this. I can't do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it, it, I, 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 on that statement. Um, but yeah, I think there's a lot of potential They're They're at the point on the advertising side where they're still trying to find their bearings as a company mm-hmm. when it comes to advertising, I know. which means there's, uh, for lack of better words, exploitable moments where you can probably get some, some you know, great return on ad spends and, or great customer acquisition costs, depending on how you're, how you're monitoring your, and, and managing your campaigns. Yeah. Um, because because they're trying to find their bearings. I, it's very reminiscent of of Snap a few years ago. Started trying to figure out advertising. You know, it, they went from priced horribly to priced way too well to price yeah. horribly, and. Um, yeah, I think there's so much potential, but you have to have the right product, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, totally. um, I feel like your products could go great on on TikTok. So we've we we've thought about it, but you know we we we've gone as far as as making the account on there, and that's as <laughs> hey, far, far hey, that's as we've the first thought. step. You know, we've had that account for for an embarrassing amount of time now, uh, but yeah, we just haven't we we haven't pulled the trigger on it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, John, this has been a great conversation. I'm, I'm loving this. Yeah, I got to ask, ask you the question that I ask uh, every guest. What is your secret to scaling? Um, secret to scaling is two, two part. One, diversification. Uh, just focus. Hey, I'm going to try to figure out Facebook. Like try, try everything. Yeah. And, yeah. um, the moment you see what what you what you deem as acceptable or success, whether you're you know going from a return on ad spend or a customer acquisition cost, when you see that, I I think human nature is to like okay let's let's see how it goes maybe we'll increase the spend a little bit um, it will at some point whatever tweak to the algorithm you made on that platform to get that result it's 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 silly to think you're going to continue to get that same result with the exact same way you got it. Cause yeah. the algorithms are always changing scale yeah. like immediately, like literally as fast as you can and efficiently increase spend and yeah. keep going, like hit that, hit that ceiling of diminishing returns yeah. and then slow down. Don't like tiptoe. Am I there yet? No, spend a little more. Am I there yet? It's yeah. a risk, but you have you have to go totally because the heyday of these platforms is now 
Correct. Right? Like, and, yeah. Yeah. When you, when you get a win, I mean, you look at, you look at advertising and, and I'll, I'll eat my own uh, crow here that you go to 2015, we were acquiring customers at BattleBox on Facebook for $4. <laughs> what I would do to take my advice today Oh yeah, and go back and actually like, okay, how much, cause we were, we were tiptoeing. Okay. We'll increase spend a little bit. Okay. Increase it a little bit more. We should yeah. have just dumped. And, and we do that now. Anytime we see any sort of success, it's go, go, go. How yeah. fast can we scale? How fast can we spend? Yeah. Let, how fast can we hit that ceiling? Yeah, totally. Um, we, so we were able to, um, both battle box being outdoor survival gear in carnivore club being meat delivered to your door both were um prime candidates for success during COVID. yeah um, yeah and and we were finally it was one of the first major examples of you know talk is cheap and i can say scale 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 but we you know you don't get a ton of opportunities at least big ones to do it um on that sort of scale so we were able to really just test our learnings for the past five years and how fast can we scale how fast can we can we hit those ceilings so yeah. just go stop measuring aim aim fire aim and measure again fire <laughs> but keep firing yeah yeah oh john good advice i don't think i've ever had anybody give that advice before never no no i have i have a lot of founders on here you know i got founders okay. that are that are a little bit uh um they're just aggressive yeah. No. And so this is just, I don't know, this is great advice. I love it. I love it too. Awesome. Yeah. Um, let's go to our lightning round here. Okay. Uh, what is your favorite tool or app that you're using right now? Favorite tool? Um, I've gone in the rabbit hole a little bit on SEM Rush in the past couple of weeks. Oh, you have? Okay. Um, typically, uh, so like our, our dev team by design, like they're following you know, best SEO practices yep. across the board when you're building, right? Like you can pay these SEO consultants to come in and when you're building, you should be building it all correctly anyway. Totally. Um, and there's always that disconnect. But just going in and and we've just been using SEM Rush a lot over the past couple of weeks, just getting, finding, basically creating a roadmap of, of self-improvement on our sites uh, for our dev team, kind of just... We don't have any major projects at the moment, so we're trying to be a little bit proactive. Cool, cool. And uh, just trying to tweak everything up a little bit. Yeah, that's great. I uh, I don't even know how long ago it was. I used to be a SEM Rush user. We at, at our agency, we we've gone through the whole evolution of doing this and that and SEO sure. and all those sorts of things. And now we've really focused in on what we're good at. But yeah, uh, yeah I can't say enough good things about SEM Rush. I'm with you. Um, Favorite podcast that you're listening to right now? Favorite podcast that I'm listening to right now? Um, so I really like, it's it's not new, and they might have new episodes. I, I'm, I pick and uh, choose which ones. Okay. Uh, it's called Business Wars. Oh, Business Wars. Uh, yes, I have heard of this one. Yes. I have a couple good, um, so it's like short series. It'll be like a six-part series or a five or a seven part series, yeah. but they take like juggernauts in an industry when they go against each other. Um, so like it, 
the first one I listened to was basically Netflix versus uh, Blockbuster. And how oh, okay. Netflix cool. literally destroyed Blockbuster. Um, another really good one was uh, eBay versus PayPal. And it just tells oh. the story of uh, Elon Musk and the yeah. other members and just it's 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 a really good narrative how they how they do it oh cool nice i'm gonna check that one out that's great and is there a founder that you look up to um i should probably have a yes and a um and a and, and an answer but i don't um no that's okay yeah i, I don't uh, even know what my answer would be for that <laughs> like i'm like yeah i don't i don't know there's no one so you know i look up to dozens and hundreds of people when I'm trying to take a, a a best practice or a good idea from from each, but I don't think there's one that that specifically. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Today. Hey, that's okay. That's okay. I'm still uh, I'm still going to be airing this part. So. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, John, where can people find out more about you? Um, Carnivorebox.com. There's no e in there. Uh, Carnivoreclub.co. Um, onlinecaso.com is my blog and oh, cool. if you have, and yeah and if you have uh, if you have Netflix you can watch our TV show it's called Southern Survival sweet can we just before we go can you tell me a little bit more about the show sure um, so it's so we have a couple offices um, it's filmed at Battlebox Ranch which is our office that's uh, outside of Savannah and okay, it's where yeah. we do the testing of our gear for battle box to determine if it goes in the box. Oh, so, so cool. It's uh it's pretty neat. So season one dropped on Netflix July third. And uh each episode is a theme and they're testing products. Um of course, if you like the products you see, spoiler alert, we sell them on our site. <laughs> um Oh, that's how that works. You're not just like producing it just for like, just for fun. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, uh, it's an interesting uh, dynamic that the show. Uh, some insane traffic and eyeballs on our site that we had never seen before. Uh, oh, totally. It's almost like the the. I mean, it's not probably not exactly the same, but like we we've had a, quite a few guests and clients of ours um, who've been on Shark Tank, right? And like the amount of traffic that comes from people. Like people have to remember there is such a connection between people having their phones out yeah. and watching TV. It's, and that's a good point. It's, it's all mobile trap. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Like yeah we're already, sure. you know, in today's day and age, at least for all of our assets, we're already at like a 70, 30 anyway with mobile. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but this is like 95% watching you open up your phone. So I'm going to say that actually your secret to scaling is starting a TV show. <laughs> getting getting a TV show from Netflix. Yeah. Uh, that's that's great. Um, but but the truth is, I mean, that's um, it's not like we have a a playbook to replicate that ever again. No, um, no, 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 totally, totally. Uh, and and we and we did a lot of good things before that, and that's that's brand new. That's our current shiny new toy. Is oh. the show. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. That's great. Well, John, I I appreciate your time so much. This was an awesome interview. Um, I might even put yours ahead of other people's because I just enjoyed this so much. Oh, wow. Thank you, George. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks, John. Cool. Take it easy.
Hey guys, we hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple Podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is rapidly growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.